You ever want to tap into something a little fun? A fun pair of shoes that are also quite functional? That's a cowboy boot. And get a pair of Tacovas to help. Tacovas is the real deal. They're a really amazing brand. Their boots have this time-honored tradition and take over 200 steps to create. They're designed in Austin, tested in Texas, and made down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. They're also fun. They believe in Western for all. So when you go into a Tacova store, you're greeted like family, offered a boot shine, and a drink. Even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. You can even get custom leather stamping or branding that makes your boots feel truly one of a kind. So look up your closest store on tacovas.com. As a special opportunity for my listeners, Tacova said that they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free in any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas. Just use code LEXI at checkout. That's L-E-X-I-E. At checkout and add free logo hat to your order. And that's only at tacovas.com. Point your toes west. This podcast is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create beautiful websites, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all on your terms. You can sell your products on an online store or create custom merch easily to create a passive income stream that engages your audience and scales your brand. Design your products and production inventory and shipping are all handled for you, saving you time and money. Use their analytical insights to grow your business. Learn where your site visits and sales are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. Improve your website and build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com Lexi to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That is squarespace.com L-E-X-I-E. Hello, hello, everybody. I'm Lexi Lombard, your host of the At Lexi podcast, and I just completed editing last week's episode, which is titled, Is This Your First Time on Earth? That's my new favorite question. I am obsessed. I'm asking everybody and their mother that right now. I probably asked every person in LA, do you think it's your first time on Earth? I'm so curious. I was feeling particularly existential last week. It's lingered into the present day. I'm always oscillating between the earthly wonders and the, you know, the ether. I've been feeling a little disconnected from my world. Los Angeles is a strange place. The culture is strange because there's individuals that are fantastic, but there's also a culture within each city and shared values and shared habits and shared structures and shared career paths and industries and certain commonalities that each city has. Like there is a collective energy of New York. There's a collective energy of Los Angeles. I'm sure there's a collective energy of your town of, sure, you have your own beliefs, but then there's the collective ones. And Los Angeles can be tricky sometimes. There's a lot of good here. The lifestyle is relaxed and slow paced for a city. There's a lot of options. But a lot of the common paths that people take to be quote-unquote successful in this city feel misaligned from who I am as a person. And I'm just feeling that misalignment or that disconnect at the moment. If you're new here, this is actually my second time living in Los Angeles. I came out here when I was 18, lived here till I was 20, almost 21. And I liked it, 
but I like it a lot more this time around. And I haven't had very many gripes this time around. There was a five-year gap where I went to New York. So I was here 18, 19, 20. Right before I turned 21, I moved to New York. And then I moved back here right after I turned 26. And if you're from Los Angeles, you know, you're born and raised here, you probably have an easier time disconnecting from what I'm talking about. I've had a little bit of a question mark in terms of what I want my next step to be in my life. I have a lot of desire to settle down, to raise a family. That seems rewarding and challenging and a step that I want to get closer towards. I don't want to go out every chance I can. And that I'm having a strange morning for. So much so that I was listening to pop music on the way here. Music that I know 16-year-old me would have loved. It reminded me of songs that I remember driving to in the middle of the night when I was sneaking out and I was in the back seat of the car with older boys and feeling fun and, and adventurous because I was doing something behind my parents' back and now I'm in charge of myself. I can't do anything behind anyone's back. There's no secret to be had. I'm all, my love life is also dry right now. Dry as a desert. <laughs> like I don't even have, I have maybe some crushes but not a whole lot's going on. My friend was like, you've been dating a lot. Maybe you just need to take December to be yourself, be Lexi, do what Lexi wants. I'm like, Am I, aren't I always doing what I want? But it's not a bad piece of advice. It's a good sentiment. I know what I want, but I don't have a bridge to get there. I think that's the scenario I'm in right now. I wish I could be visual right now to show you what my brain is thinking. It's almost as if I'm on a, sw a swing's not the right word. How do I picture this? And let me try my best to describe it. I have, okay, okay, okay. I think I got it. <laughs> um, I am taking two steps forward, one step back. That It feels like my desires, my desires are changing. So I take a few steps in that direction. And then I have old desires or what I was previously doing that I'm still not interested in leaving them behind so I'll take a couple steps back and I am moving in the direction that I want but I will take it's almost like I'm swinging forward and then swinging back a little and swinging forward more and swinging back a little and I think this forward motion is a serious relationship a commitment true love things that I don't speak about on the internet too much but my desires are strong for that I love being by myself, but I would love to commit to someone. And I would love to meet someone that I want to commit to. That's also down to commit to. I'm not interested in chasing someone down and begging them to commit. Ugh. Should we just daydream a little bit? We were daydreaming in the last episode. That was more existentially. <laughs> Let's daydream about my future relationship. They're going to be a great conversationalist. I believe when it happens, it's going to be effortless. They're going to want a family. We make each other laugh. They have to think I'm funny and I have to think they're funny. They're generous, kind, sexy, and adorable. I need to think they're sexy and adore them. So there's sexual chemistry. They're active, healthy, fun, one of one. Okay, one of a kind, extraordinary. We see each other and we know. Oh, how cute is that? They're also a planner, because I'm certainly not. I'm a party goer, not a party thrower. You know, I'm a great invite, not the planner. 
I've tried. And I get better at it every year, but it's not innate. That is not nature. I will need to be nurtured to have that ability. My issue is that I don't think I've seen an example of this. I don't even know if I could count on one hand the amount of healthy relationships that I've seen. Healthy, loving relationships that I would be overjoyed to switch places or have a relationship just like them. This is all a dream in my head. They have to exist, but I need to see it to believe it. And I've seen fragments. There are certain families that I know and I think, oh, I would love to have a family like them. And I know everybody has their things. Everybody's going to have their stuff. I'm not looking for perfect. I'm just looking for loving and functional. And they're going to be so lucky to have me. My God, I'm so therapized. I'm healthy. I have my head screwed on and I've got a good spirit. I yearn for self-improvement. Dare I say self-optimization. I'm working to be as perfect as I possibly can. With, you know, a sense of wonder and fun. I don't want to rush anything, but I have been... I've been trying. There was several years. Most of the time I was in New York, I was incredibly single. I was single, and then anything that I did was incredibly casual. Was never in a situationship. Never in a short relationship. It was casual, casual. And then last year, I went on a lot of dates, was doing the dating thing, going out, meeting people, lots of first dates, was not meeting that many people that I even wanted to have a second date with, let alone a third or a fourth. And then this year, I had a couple short-term relationships that were sweet, and they taught me a lot. It, It was a baby step forward, where last year was a lot of first, second dates, and this year was a lot of short relationships. And now, now I'm single. Ended everything. But it's just the end of the year, so it's the holiday season. People are busy with their families. But maybe I'll try. Maybe I'll go on like a date or something this week. Who knows? Someone has been asking me out. So I should get back to them and let them know that I'll do it. I'll go. You can take me out to coffee or whatever he said. I forget. Something of the sort. But then let me go back to my text with my friend. What did she say? We were catching up and I asked her what phase of life she's in. And then she asked me what phase of life I'm in. I said, I'm taking L's and learning how to handle it. Nothing serious. She's like, oh, so just minor ones. I was just getting L after L a couple weeks ago where I was just like, I was getting teased by someone. I'm like, you don't even know me. You're kind of being mean. (laughs) What's going on? I lost a brand deal. I wasn't getting a text back from someone that I wanted to. I fell off a couple climbs. I was like, damn, these all feel like tests. Just testing, I don't know, my resilience, maybe testing my security within myself. I'm not sure. Anyway, she was like, maybe you've been dating a lot and you just need to be Lexi for December. I was like, all right, just be me December. Hashtag just be me December. Silly, flirty, no expectations December. Celebrate you and your year and your progress. I think I need to make a to-done list. God, I love pen and paper. I was having a whole moment of gratitude for that on the way here where I was just like, ah, I've been really up in my journal lately. I have full pages to the point that I have so much I want to say that my writing has been smaller. When I'm feeling very lazy and I just know that I need to journal, I will write large, okay? We're doing cursive. We're using space. No, when I have so much to write, my penmanship gets tiny 
And my last couple of pages are tiny because I had so much I wanted to fit. I have six pages that are gorgeous. None of them have been into done this, but sometimes when I need to give myself a little pat on the back, if I'm in a funk, I'll write down what I've done. What have you been up to? Let's look at the facts because if your feelings are telling you, no, 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 you're doing bad, you're not moving forward, not that anything is that black and white. Oh, we need to have a whole talk about that. Are you guys black and white thinkers? Are you able to exist in the gray? Because I can be very, if it's not this, it's that. And I think that goes against some of my major beliefs. Why is this all so abstract? I feel like I haven't said anything specific in this episode. Bear with me. I'm in a mood, okay? I'm figuring something out. I just haven't figured it out yet. So we're in process. My thinking can be very black and white sometimes. If my feelings are clouding my judgment, I sometimes need to get my pen and paper out and write down, what have you done? I remember the last time I did this, I had randomly read like seven books in a week. I'm like, what? That's sick. That's so good. Give yourself a little applause for that. Speaking of books, I finished Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. Fantastic book. It really took me on a journey. I listened to it on Spotify. I'd mentioned this. Apparently, your Spotify membership can now give you access to audiobooks. I was very excited about that because I'm a subscriber. And then I'm about three-fourths through the book. I'd also listened to Britney's memoir on it. And then it tells me I'm on a listening time and I can spend $13 to get more of it. So then I go back to Audible and I listen to it there. But I purchased a physical book this week. So yesterday I got Haruki Murakami's What I Talk About When I Talk About Running. And I'm really in the beginning of it. I'm 17 pages in and I already have a really good feeling about this. I think the subject matter is not about running. I think he's using running to talk about life in a much more beautiful way with running as the code words for it. I'm really excited. Back to what I was saying, maybe I need to sit down and write down all of my accomplishments for the year. Not that we need to judge ourselves based on our accomplishments, but seeing our progress, it doesn't hurt. You know what I mean? It's not a bad thing. Like even saying it out loud, you had three little relationships this year. Good on you. You haven't done that in a minute. And maybe next year, it'll be something more serious. I'm not worried and I'm not in a, that's a lie. I am, I am in a rush. I think I'm getting to a point of impatience. I'm like, shoddy, I've done the work. <laughs> Hello, where's my person? I'm ready. I'm not in the mood to go out and party right now. This is the perfect time to spend with someone special. It's getting cold. Too bad my summer relationships, I didn't want to take it with me into the fall or winter because... That would have been a good setup, but why lead them on if I'm not interested, you know? Why lead them on? New or none, that's how I feel. Like, I can't go back. I don't like doing that. Let's see what's going on this week. I made a list of all the things that I've been up to recently. I went to Laguna Beach and Morro Bay in the past week and a half. They were great. Morro Bay is a sleepy little beach town. It's right outside of San Luis Obispo, which is gorgeous. I went with two of my friends... We went to the Madonna Inn one night. We hiked around, what was it, Montana de Oro, shopped, saw the big rock, and then Laguna Beach was relaxing. I love Laguna. We stayed at Hotel Joaquin, stayed there last year too. It's a small hotel, 25, 30 rooms, pool, 
breakfast, big comfortable bed. Each room has a record player. They drop off hot water at your door every morning to make tea. It's a great little escape. And I loved sitting out by the pool or sitting in the little dining area and just getting work done. It was nice. I love a hotel. I love a nice hotel. If I could manifest, like mini manifestation, because you, you know, you got your major manifestations, the things that you want in life, like your partner, your career, your health. But then mini manifestations, I'm like, five-star hotel, free stay, give it to me. A first-class flight. I'd never flown first class. Had that on my little vision board that I made. Got one for free. And then on the way home, my lie flat seat was broken. I didn't even pay for that flight. And then they gave me a voucher, which covered my flight that I got to go to New York for, which was a great trip. But anyway, I got to stay at Hotel Joaquin. Where are y'all at in your life? Is anyone feeling disillusioned? Also, a personal data point that I think will help make this episode add up. I'm on my period right now, so I think I'm feeling a bit melancholy. A little woe is me, but not in a real way. I'm not, I don't have like pity for myself. I'm just not enthused. And I think my default leans a bit more enthused than I am right now. And then I'll throw myself the teeniest pity party for like, why are you not excited right now? What a gift it is to be here. (laughs) Celebrate. I'm like, I don't want to. (laughs) I want to bitch. I want to complain. Even though everything has been going so well. I had a great afternoon yesterday. My friend Drew and I, we went out to the bookstore. We took a little walk. We went to Erewhon. I feel like we went to somewhere else and I'm forgetting. Maybe not. I started reading my book that I got. I went climbing. I slept in. Saturday, I was at a holiday party. It was gorgeous. It was catered. The brisket was unlike anything I've ever tasted. The dessert was fantastic. Everybody was dressed up in black tie. It was fabulous. I'm going to another holiday party this week. Pick My Fit went up. That was so fun. I love the episode with Chris Clemens. I was in Laguna for most of last week, which I was adoring. I love road trips. It's one of my favorite activities, or dare I say, even a hobby. And I've been on two of them in the last week and a half, which is fantastic. I've been journaling. I'm reading. I went to an Aesop gifting. Oh my God. I went with my friend Ella. We arrived and we're set up with an Aesop employee. She takes us through all of the scents. We get to leave with a gift box and I think there's five or six options and all of them are fantastic. I mean, they'll have like a full-size hand cream a full-size soap. I think the hand cream alone is maybe $100, maybe more. These are nice things. And the scents, oh my god, the scents that Aesop have are beautiful. They're so interesting. Not too sweet. I've been very interested in scents lately. I've been working on my breathing. Talk about something to be grateful for. I've always had kind of a weak nose. So on the plus side, I'm not super sensitive to smell. But on the con side, I really have to stop and get my nose in there if I want to stop and smell the roses. I chose a new scent and I've been really interested in new scents. I have my perfume combo that I adore. It works for me. I get compliments on it too, which is always a bonus. What a fantastic compliment. I remember someone complimented me on my scent. He was like, you smell so good. And we had been rock climbing. This is later on in the night, so I'd already been climbing and I sweat. We had 
dinner. So it's been hours and I was sweating and I still smelled good. I was like, yeah, that's the best compliment ever. Anyway, so I have a new Aesop perfume, a new candle. It smells like cedar, a little bit like pine as well. And then I have a room spray and a hand soap. I'm really excited. I'm really excited. And then I think we had a 20 or 30% off discount. So I got myself some mouthwash as well because the mouthwash that Aesop has comes in the most gorgeous bottle and I couldn't pass it up. So that was fun. So the holidays are here. I need to tap in. I need to figure out my Christmas plan. And the longer we wait, the more expensive it's going to be. All right, all right. Enough about me. Let's get into your questions. My Instagram handle is Lexi, just like the name of this podcast. And every week I ask for your questions. So if you're interested, follow me so you can participate. And let's get into them. But first, a word from today's sponsors. I'm a little bit of a drama queen, but I definitely will be having a horrible day and then wash my hair style it and then think okay everything's actually all right (laughs) and one of the best products i've tried recently is way's new hair gloss it takes five minutes it's an easy addition to your routine you do it in the shower it's made with hyaluronic acid and rice water not only does a hair gloss give you immediate shine straight from the shower it also helps treat damage and enhance color vibrancy so your hair is looking and feeling healthier It also helps prevent heat damage up to 450 degrees, which is very important to me. And then it's honestly just a bonus that my hair looks shinier and healthier. The hair gloss is only one of the amazing products that Way makes. They have an amazing leave-in conditioner, a great detox shampoo, some lovely fragrances, and a hair oil. So give your hair a glow up with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use promo code Lexi, L-E-X-I-E, for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com with promo code Lexi. Whether you like fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. You know the one with the turquoise tube all over your socials? Yeah, that's Thrive Cosmetics. And Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademarked formulas, and uncompromising standards, it's easy to see why their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. I love their Brilliant Eye Brightener. It's a highlight stick made to brighten and open your eyes, giving an instant lift, but also you can, you can apply it down the bridge of your nose or ever so slightly blending a line onto my cheekbone. It's really versatile and easy to blend. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash Lexi. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash L-E-X-I-E for 20% off your first order. Led Zeppelin's you. Asked, do you feel the most inspired when you are sad or when you're happy? When I'm happy. Sadness takes a lot of my energy away. And I think it's amazing when people can use their pain and channel it to work. A caveat that I will say is that I do feel inspired when I'm angry. I have a lot of energy when I'm angry. I'm just rarely angry. So if I had to choose between happy or sad to be the most inspired, I would say happy. I still would say that I'm more inspired when I'm happy than when I'm angry, but I am more inspired when I'm angry than when I am sad. Led Zeppelin's You also wants to know what gets you up in the morning these days. Basic as hell, but my hot cup of coffee. I have a Smeg espresso machine. I love making my own coffee. I have a creamer that I like. 
and that is what gets me up. Happy Honeybee wants to know which childhood friend do you miss the most? You know, this is a early 20s friend that I made and her name is Sandra. And if you watch my YouTube videos when I was in New York, you may know Sandra. I adore her. The story of how we met is beautiful. We were just talking today that I'm sure we had to know each other in a past life because there's no explanation for our relationship. I'm living in the East Village at this time. I've been cooped up in the house all day and I need to get out. So I use my class pass membership to go into some gym on 14th Street. And it's a sad gym. <laughs> it wasn't, it's no Equinox, let me just say that. And so I was on the treadmill. I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> I'm straight up not having fun. And it's next to Vanessa's dumplings. So I decide, let's just cut this workout because it's not fun. Let's just get dumplings. I go in there. It's very crowded. This girl and guy, they offer me a seat with them. We end up talking. They're from Pennsylvania. I have family in Pennsylvania. What part? Same part. What high school? Same high school. 10 minutes driving from my family, maybe less. And Sandra and I just hit it off. She's actually the reason that I went to Parsons. She was living a couple streets away and her and I just instantly became so tight. She instantly just became one of my best friends, which I'm not someone that is like that. I I don't make someone a best friend very easily, but we just hit it off and we met at a dumpling restaurant and she gave me a seat and I miss her. I miss her so much. We spent so much of our time together. I loved spending time with her. She's still in New York, I believe. But she was just such a big figure in my life and we don't keep in touch too often. Mostly just to exchange how much we love each other, but she's someone I miss. I've had a lot of gratitude for my friendships lately. For example, after I was hanging out with Drew yesterday, I got into the car and I started recording an Instagram story, just giving him a shout out. <laughs> I just wanted to tell the world that I love this man. I love this man. He is fantastic. If anyone wants to know what I can brag about, it's my friends that I, I, I know some amazing people and I'm so lucky to know them. Kaylee wants to know how to get past bad body image days. Complimenting myself isn't working anymore. Don't look in the mirror. Some days what's going on in the mirror is none of your business. And don't make it worse on yourself by wearing your tight pants or something that you know is a tad too small. Let yourself hide if you need to, because if you're going to have your clothes or your image distract you during the day, it is not worth it, especially if it's just a bad body image day. If you're struggling with your body image on a regular basis, that's a different thing entirely, but as a woman, my body just does not look the same some days and, and or I'm not feeling the same about it. And you know what? I know that I'm going to feel fantastic. <laughs> southern accent came out <laughs> i know other days i'm gonna feel fantastic for example today's one of those days i was getting dressed in the morning i was eyeing myself in the mirror i'm like girl you look good you look good rock climbing is doing something for you my god i'm just feeling firm it's amazing when you have a hobby that has physical benefits i'm like this is great but i was having a bad body image day or like a couple days in a row last week or the week before and I just figured okay this is going to pass 
So let's wear something baggy. Who cares? Who cares? Brooke M. Baumgartner asked for 2024 themes. So let me tell you what the psychic told me. I visited a psychic in Laguna Beach because last year when I was in Laguna Beach, my friend and I went to a store that also was giving out psychic readings and they have a different person every day. And we met with this one woman. I come back this year, that woman happens to be working again. And we're like, let's do it. Let's have another reading, why not? And she told me next year for me, which we'll see, you know, marking it down now, you guys can be the historians. Let's figure it out if it's true. But the fruits of my labor are going to be apparent next year. All the work that I've been putting in and all the work that I've been doing, I'm going to reap the benefits of it next year and next year is going to treat me well. She also said, I'm going to fall into a relationship at the end of this year of January and we're going to be solidly together by March and April. So we'll also see about that. Kenzie wants to know what my love languages are. Touch and words of affirmation are the ones I like to receive, and the ones that I give are acts of service and quality time. Anjali asked, what digital camera do you use and which do you recommend? Much love. I use the digital camera that I vlog on, which is a Canon G7X, and then I also have a Canon PowerShot that I had when I was in middle school, and I use that sometimes to take photos. So if you've ever seen something that doesn't look like an iPhone on my Instagram story, it's either the G7X or the middle school point and shoot. The camera that I would recommend is the camera that you have. I think Casey Neistat once said that, the best camera is the camera you have. You can make anything look cool. I even have friends, I have two friends that have gone ahead and purchased an iPhone 4 because they like how that camera looks and they carry it around with them because they think that camera is cool. So, so just use whatever you've got. Mighty Armstrong as how to serve cunt in the wintertime. We want eyeshadow. We want lipstick. You can serve cunt with a slick back hairstyle. Earrings. Heels. Depending on if there's snow or not. Pointed toes. Like you can do baggy pants so then you can really layer underneath those. Big puffer coat but then point-toed boots. Tight hair siren makeup like there are ways nimporte said you have such a sexy energy how do you do it do i have such a sexy energy it's not intentional i would even argue that it could be intentional like i could be more intentional about making that happen thanks though cam wants to know what's my relationship with weed it always changes right now i'm into it I did get a little too high though on Saturday. Went out, was gonna go to the flea. The flea was closed. There's one thing I can count on, it's that damn flea being up every week and it was closed for some reason. So I picked up my friend and I was like, I have to pick something up at the mall. Do you wanna come with me? Being at a mall, I already don't go to the mall that often. The mall is a crazy time machine of a place. Being in there, I felt those two milligrams, my God. And after we picked up the shirt and walked around, we ended up going to Sephora, which, oh my god. Sephora, it might be over, but if it's not, run. They're doing a 20% off sale. Not on specific items, just on one purchase. So I used that opportunity to get some Pat McGrath. I wanted a lip gloss and I wanted some eyeshadow. And I found an eyeshadow palette that was $36. 
36, that's a fantastic deal for Pat McGrath eyeshadow. With the 20% off, it's going to be $28, $29. Worth it. And then I got a lip gloss. Fantastic. Even got a Rare Beauty liquid blush in the checkout line. I was like, oh, may as well. I've been wanting to try these. I also wanted to get a Patrick Ta blush. They didn't have any left and I was overwhelmed. And I was high. Being in a place where there's lots of people and it's already an overstimulating energy and then being on a substance that is already stimulating, yeah, that was too much. And then we went to brunch, which one thing about me and one of my best friends, we do not like brunch. And I got confused because I thought it was lunch. And then by the time that I was drinking rosé and eating a meal that had eggs in it, I was like, God damn, I'm at brunch. I didn't even mean to do this. We went to All Time, which is one of my favorite restaurants in Los Feliz. Adore it. I typically go for dinner. I'd only ever been in the morning once. It was unmemorable. This time, waiting in line, they bring out donuts and rosé for you while in line. A little glass of rosé? Don't mind if I do. I was like, amazing. Waiting in lines normally suck. We try to make it a little bit more fun. I was like, and that you are, my friend. So I'm drinking my little rosé, they know what they're doing because then when you order, you're like, I'll just have another glass of rosé. I don't even like rosé. I don't even like wine. I like wine. Wine doesn't like me. It's different. Anyway, between the teeny, 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 tiny little edible and the fat glass of rosé plus whatever I got in line, when I got home, I knocked out. Passed out. I got home maybe three o'clock, woke up, it was six. I had a party at seven that I had to get to. Like, where am I? That type of nap. Hung over. Slapped my face a little bit. Got myself up out of the excitement of using the new Pat McGrath eyeshadow. I was like, girl, you can do a little dark look. It'll be fun. Get up. And then I had a good time. Had a nice night. <laughs> you asked, what's my relationship with weed? Let's back up. I wasn't smoking and then I went to Morro Bay and my friend and her dad both smoked. So we were just rolling joints and smoking them in the house. So I was like, whatever, I'm like smoking with a dad. It's fine. I can do this. We're in a sleepy little beach town. Like, let's get high, walk by the water, go into some antique shops, all is well. And then my friend, she normally smokes, like she's a smoker. So I just started hitting the joints that she was rolling and then hit the bong when we got home back in LA. And then she's been bringing her weed pen around, so I'll hit it. Then we went to Laguna Beach. We were also rolling up. Like, that was nice. But the last time was Saturday. And after that little stint, I'm like, let's let's maybe chill a bit. But I am liking it more. I'm liking it more than alcohol. They normally swap. It always goes like this. And it has for years. And I hit a point where I don't want anything to do with it. And normally that point is when I have a really good night that involves drinking. And then I'll start drinking. And then I'm like, ugh too much I'm feeling gross and I'll go sober and then I'm sober so long that I want to excite things up a little bit so then I'll hit a joint and I'm like oh this is kind of nice and it's water rinse repeat over and over and over again until I die. Maya wants to know what are some of the meals you've been loving either out or cooked at home. So LA of me I'm really liking kale. I've been having a lot of good kale lately I don't even know if it's in season but in Laguna, the hotel we were at served a crispy kale in the morning. It was so delicious. And then I go to Erwan a few times a week, typically. And I love getting 
one of their salads and a lot of them are based with kale. And even yesterday I got salmon with a combo plate of different salads all with kale and it was yummy. I'm loving red meat right now. I'm having a bit of a moment with steak. So at all time we got a crispy rice bowl with eggs over easy and steak tips, I believe. And I also had steak frites, red meat. I, I'm low in iron, that's why. I was so low energy and I was straight up not having fun just because I was like, something's going on. I'm like, I'm not depressed, but I am not okay. I realized I wasn't taking my iron pills anymore. So it was all adding up. I've started taking my iron pills again. And in the last, just in the last two days, I'm like, okay, I'm feeling more myself again. I'm getting my personality back. And then at home, last week I made a big pot of soup. The week before, I think I had a pot of pasta in the fridge. I like having a big pot of something that I can serve and heat up when I'm hungry and I want something now that is at least a little bit more balanced and nutritious because if I don't have something that's pre-made, I'm going to be hungry for what I think is a snack when it's actually time to have a meal. And I'm like, gross. Now I just had peanut butter cups for lunch and I now I don't feel good. And I'm kind of full, but not in a way that I'm satiated. So my favorite thing to do is just have a pot to avoid that. I also have been making just a quick little stir fry. So whatever veggies I have, put them on a pan, crack an egg, then add rice, some soy sauce, easy. Green beans also. These aren't meals. I'm just, it's because you know why. It's because I eat at restaurants a lot. I basically have breakfast at home every day and then I'll have whatever I've made and I'll either have that for lunch and dinner or at least one of those and then I'll go out for whatever, uh, whatever the other one is. But after having brisket at this holiday party, I want to figure out how to make that. I think that'd be really delicious, like a holiday roast. <laughs> MML172 has three questions and I want to read the third one first. How to cope without having a bathtub. <laughs> I understand. I, I understand the problem. Because when we were in Laguna Beach, the room that we stayed in last year had an amazing tub. But the room that the other girls wanted was with a partial ocean view, which I get. I'm like, guys, I don't have a tub. I wasn't going to fuss, you know. So now I just take these hot showers and they're not satisfying. What is more satisfying than a hot shower to get that warm feeling that you get from soaking in a bath is honestly having a hot beverage like a cup of tea because it warms you from the inside out, whereas the shower, you can still have hot water on you and be cold. Nothing's going to do it like a bath does, but I will say that the hot tea works better than the hot shower. <laughs> but I guess they said they had a tub for a month and now they miss it a ton. I get it. I get it. My mother, that was her requirement. That was her me time. She took an hour bath every night of the winter, every single night without fail. She would read she would who knows it was her time i'm like i get it i get it okay the other mml questions not a question just a suggestion with winter coming light the candles have a hot toddy and read during the dark hours that's what i was doing last night minus the hot toddy but had a candle on and was reading what i talk about when i talk about running fantastic even just the uh sorry i hit my book on the microphone even the forward was sweet quick also, I'm such a picky bitch when it comes to the typeface and the margins of books because I don't like reading small font 
with no margins. And this book, or at least my copy of what I talk about when I talk about running, is easy to read. I need space, okay? I need line spacing and margin spacing, and I need something at least 12 font, if not larger. That's going to make it comfortable for me. So it has that. Um, I also think the context is going to be worth worth enjoying. I'm excited to follow up with you guys about what I think about it because I have a really good feeling about it. I'm in a much better mood answering questions than I was at the beginning of this episode. I was just stumped because truthfully, I just finished editing last week's episode. So I just heard myself talk for, I don't know, 45 minutes. Bitch, I'm done hearing your voice. (laughs) And I was like, I don't even have anything to say. And with these questions, now it's jogging my memory and my personality is coming back. And then I guess I just felt like bitching for a quick second. I don't know. But the mood came, the mood left. Irene wants to know, do you self-tan? If so, any recs? I haven't self-tanned in years. But when I did, it was always St. Tropez. And I was looking in the mirror this week. I was like, you could benefit from a tan. You you could maybe go buy some St. Tropez. And I was uh, kicking myself a bit for not picking that up at Sephora when I had the 20% off. Anonymous wants to know, any tips on feeling comfortable in your own company? Yes, I do have tips. One is figuring out where you want to be in your own company. Do you want to be in or do you want to be out? I only need a short time home alone throughout my week. A couple afternoons is enough for me. And by a couple, I truly mean two. If I have two afternoons alone in the house, I feel like I have my me time that's in and I'm fine with that. And I'll spend that, let's see, I had yesterday morning alone at home. I cleaned up the kitchen a bit. I was listening to an interview on YouTube. I showered. I did some of my beauty regimes. So I had a red light mask on. I got back in bed for a little with a hot cup of tea. That was nice. I watched an episode of SVU. And then I picked out an outfit and met up with my friend. So that's, you know, pretty standard for what I'll do if I have a little bit of time to myself in the house. But I love having my me time out. I love running errands by myself, happy to have a friend with me, but I like the flexibility of being with myself when I'm out, where if my original plan was to go to the bookstore in Echo Park, and then I'm like, you know what, I feel like actually going to the bookstore in Los Feliz, or you know what, I feel like going to Studio City, and then maybe I'll get some air wine, I'll get some gas on the way back, and I don't mind running errands by myself. Also that way, I can sing in the car, listen to my music, listen to an audiobook. I like my time with myself where I can do what I want without compromise. So think of the things that you've been wanting to do and you don't need to share that with anyone else and then do them when you have time alone. Julia wants to know my favorite way to move my body exercising as of recently. I mean, I've said it before, I love climbing and now I'm really starting to enjoy my little stretches and exercises that I do before climbing. I start to enjoy that just as much because I've seen increase in my flexibility which has been rewarding and comfortable just makes me more comfortable in my skin like physically comfortable not emotionally comfortable but I think that also happens as well and walks I like walking with a friend I feel like I have great talks when I'm on walks with a friend autumn says I absolutely love your podcast thank you what is your go-to mood booster when you're feeling down oh calling alex calling kaylee calling emily One of those girls is going to cheer me the fuck up. Let's see, superficial one, doing some glam on myself, like giving myself a little makeover, like putting on some makeup, doing my hair, maybe using a hot tool, 
yeah that that's an instant mood booster suddenly I feel alive and because I look so good I'm like let's go out let's be seen oh me purple said you genuinely make me feel so safe thank you for your podcast I wish you all the love in the world oh my job here is done thank you so much for listening to this show I was thinking about this show this morning and how much I love it like how how fulfilling it is for me as a person to do I think this is such a good practice for myself to have a space in which I can be my childlike or silly or curious self it gives me energy it also makes me feel connected the fact that this is not just an individual experience I individually get energy from it but I get energy from knowing the connection that I get to make with you guys and being heard and being seen feels really good communicating feels really great and I love that this podcast offers me an opportunity to think of the big picture and speak what's on my mind whether that is superficial or a deep truth that I have I love that you guys get to know me in the sense that you know what books I'm reading and how I feel with weeb but also how I'm dealing with the death of my mom. It's it's all so special. And if it makes you feel safe, just know that this makes me feel safe too. And I am just as happy to be here. I, I, I think I love it just as much as you do. And the fact that there's people that do love it as much as I do is the best thing ever. This is my favorite thing that I do in the world. I'm so serious when I say that. Aw, <laughs> guys. And the feels a little bit about it, truthfully. Oh, that put me in the feels. This might be a good place to end the episode. If you guys like this show, thanks so much for listening, truly. I'm on Instagram and other places on the internet, but if you love this podcast alone, I will talk to you next week. Thanks so much. XOXO, Lexi. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.